welcome back to another episode of the Marketing Mindset Podcast, where we believe that in order to grow a successful business, you need just two things, the right marketing strategies and the right mindset. I'm your host, Maria Benz, and I am the founder of MBM Agency, a digital marketing company who helps service-based businesses grow their revenue using online strategies. And I am here to share with you all of my tips and pointers every single week when it comes to digital marketing and business growth. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Marketing Mindset Podcast. This is the Edition Coffee Chat here with Nick and Maria. And uh, we got some pretty cool topics we're going to talk about today. It's been it's been in it's been an interesting couple of months, but we're going to dive into some good topics. So, how you doing, Maria? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm excited for March. I'm excited to kind of end this quarter, and in March we're kind of almost taking a breather, which I feel like I haven't done since I started my business. So I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. What does a breather consist of? Well, you know, I feel like I'm the type of person that, especially when I started my business, I just wanted to grow. In scale, so I felt like I was just like consistently and constantly climbing this mountain. If things are slowing down a little bit, I was just, I don't know, constantly I feel like overworking myself or coming up with ideas and constantly working, which is not a bad thing, I think, especially if you're trying to grow and scale a business. But at the same time, I think I got a little bit, you know, close to burnout. And I think it's just gonna be awesome to take a breather in March and just like reflect back on the websites that we just have finished to see how we can refine our systems and processes and kind of just focus on internal things before going out and focusing on external and getting more sales again. Even though like we are getting more sales, we are signing on a few more clients, but I'm not like, um, I feel like going full force into it, putting all of my energy on the external things. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I gotta say, this is probably the most relaxing or relaxed podcast episode I've ever recorded. <laughs> what? This is the most relaxed podcast I've ever recorded, I think. Just the the situation. Oh, like our current setup? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, I can do this. I can do this if we're not actually filming. Yeah, for sure. I mean, filming is nice, but sometimes we just don't have time to do that. I mean, yeah. you know, we're not, it's not like we have 50 employees. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and sometimes you don't, sometimes I don't want to put on makeup. <laughs> All right. No, I know. I told Nick today, I was like, I don't know if I want to record a coffee chat. I don't want to get on camera. Nick's like, we can just record in the, just on, on audio, which is awesome because I'm typically, if I like, if I'm by myself, it's like one thing, but if I'm recording with someone else, it's either on a Zoom call or if someone's coming over. But right now, Nick and I just hooked up two lapel mics to his phone. We're sitting in our office, just chilling. As if we're having a normal conversation, we're not even holding ranks. Chilling in the office, doing <laughs> some taxes. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about taking a breather in March, um, perfecting our systems and processes, and also hiring salespeople. Yes. So for taking a breather in March, um, I think this is more for you <laughs> than it is for me. Yeah. I think I've been taking a breather for quite some time. <laughs> um, but... Uh, yeah, and I think this is the perfect time because we'll we'll chat about it in a little bit. But Nick and I have been, you know, talking about sales, talking about how we can grow and scale um, with hiring salespeople because so much of our attention is focused on project management, production side, team management, all of these things. So even though ideally I would love to be going out and selling, selling, selling at the same time, I am a lot like in 
involved a lot in the internal processes. Yeah, for sure. Clients are happy, making sure their experience is going good. So we kind of chatted about hiring salespeople, but I think that taking this breather in March and I'm kind of taking the time to reflect back on, you know, like just our process because I created a step-by-step process, I think July last year, because before that I started as a freelancer, I kind of ran my business a little bit freelance-like. And then, um, I think it was July where it was like, okay, if I want to grow and continue growing a team, I need to have, you know, like a basically like a standard operating procedure that when we get a client, they go through all these similar steps and we created that. And I think we've been, it was working really well and it still works really well, but now just like to refine it now that we've been using it for over six months. Well, I think it's to refine, but I think it's also like in order to grow, you got to change what it is now because what it was like how you set it up before was for you to still be in it yeah and i think like if you know not if we're going to be hiring salespeople, and you're not going to be able to because right now you're doing sales you're doing so much stuff you know what i mean and if we can hire uh some salespeople to take that part off of you you can just focus on like the bigger scope of things you know what yeah, I mean yeah. and in the beginning it's going to be project management until you we know get a project manager. until we can get a project <laughs> manager right so yeah. I mean all of it's just within phases and I think you've kind of I think it's cool because you know they say that there's like life cycles to business mm-hmm. and I'm understanding that like so I, I learned about that in school I'm sure everyone that went to business school learned about that but I you don't understand it until you actually like are in it. And I'm seeing that you're hitting these like cycles where it's like, okay, that works. And then it's like, you're kind of at a point where you have to grow Mm -hmm. and you have to switch things up and not drastically change everything, but make these modifications in order to grow more. Yeah. Like, and to refine it. And I think I just to make it super, super easy, like a super simple step-by-step process yeah. for our client or for my team really. And I think in the last couple of months, you know, we have experienced some new experiences with clients. We've dealt with some new issues. So now it's like, okay, now that we have these certain experiences, you know, we can look out for these things. Like, for example, if you listen to a podcast, to a coffee chat earlier, you would have heard Nick and I talking about, Um, how one of our clients had a security issue on her site before she started working with us. So now in my system and process, I'm making sure to really look at, is their site secure? Do they have a virus? And like pre-checking that to make sure we we don't run into that again. So yeah, but I'm excited to refine it. And I think um, to your point of how when I first created this system, I think at the time it was just Elena and I. So I was still very heavily involved in all these projects, but now moving forward to, I feel like, I feel like I'm stepping into a new life cycle, a new season in business, but um, I'm taking a look back and seeing, okay, what was I heavily involved in? What can I now train, you know, Victoria to do, or what can I train, you know, maybe put a little bit more for Elena or more for the other Victoria, the other Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to say how how should I phrase that? Um, you know, like, can they handle on more? Can I spend March to kind of train the train them on these certain tasks that maybe, like, I was doing? Um, so I think the timeline of taking a breather in March, kind of refining the whole process, and then moving forward, then hiring salespeople, hiring salespeople will be um, very, like, I, I will feel confident. 
because right now if you told me like hey we're gonna hire a salesperson and like I know it takes some time for people to like you know get to know the business or you know kind of start selling but what if they started selling right ASAP for me, that would thing. be overwhelming. Because, That's a good thing. <laughs> no, but you know me. That would be overwhelming because I, I feel and I care so much about these clients and their experience and the process that, like, for me, it would be just super overwhelming to kind of manage most all definitely. of that. So. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. But at the same time, where's gold forged? In fire. <laughs> no, but, you know, if we can, if we can uh, you know control the amount of chaos i think that's best but i think it's good that we're thinking you know moving forward of hiring salespeople because honestly i think man not i think i know that is the next step of growth i mean i feel like you i feel like you know to grow the way that you did and how much you did with really without having to do sales yeah. I mean, it's it crazy. Organic. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. And, you know, it's just time. It's just time to get salespeople because we're, you've got the people and you do have the systems. Um, obviously we'll take it in batches. I think the good thing, the position that we're in is, you know, we're not like pressed to hire somebody tomorrow, mm-hmm. but if we start the hiring process now and finding really good, solid, just good, genuine people, um, that are go-getters. And the great thing is I really, you know, they could pretty much work from home. Yeah. You know, I think that's how we're trying to set it up. Um, yeah. So that, you know, that, that should be pretty enticing to some people. So, uh, I'm pretty excited about it. Hey, if you're listening and you want to do sales. Yeah. It can be remote. You can email us at (laughs) podcast at mbmagency.com. Send us your resume. Yes. (laughs) You'll get an interview with Nick. Yeah. Nick will be your you're a team leader. Yeah, I don't know. and I think, like, I think, you know, we've, you know, since I came on board, we're just trying to find, like, a good fit for me. You know what I mean? If Obviously, I have my responsibilities that I'm doing, but I think also, like, for me, I'm trying to find, like, my next purpose. You know what I mean? Um, and I know that may be simple for most people, but... I'm a seven on the Enneagram. So, uh, like the thing that gives me excitement is the finding the sales. Cause that's something I'm familiar with. Yeah. I'm really familiar with sales cause I've been in it for so long. Yeah. So to hire people and to kind of help that aspect, that's something that I finally am like, okay, I get what we're talking about here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's a really exciting thing for me yeah. to do. Yeah, because now that I think of it, I feel like so much of this has somewhat been new because you've been in sales, but you weren't necessarily in marketing. And I feel no. like ever since you and started, yeah, I'm you've married been learning to you. so many different things. Like so you've been learning marketing, websites, uh, podcast stuff, like editing. Yeah. <laughs> also new, so I'm sure you're probably excited to be like, okay, something I'm familiar with. I know. Yeah, it's been <laughs> overwhelming. I mean, and that brings up another point of like taking a breather, like. Uh, like, you know, it's so easy to get in my head, you know what I mean? And to be like, oh, I don't know anything. Oh, I'm stupid. Oh, I'm this, I'm that. And honestly, like, it's just going to the gym makes me feel a lot better about myself. <laughs> Seriously, because that's where that's where I think I build mental toughness. And But it has been a struggle for sure. I mean, it's been an adjustment. I didn't, I don't think that I realized it would have been such an, an adjustment going from, you know, 
working a regular job to helping you here just because everything was so new but I think we've kind of narrowed the focus down because before we was like a lot yeah and that was just a bit overwhelming um, but I think we've narrowed the focus down to like hey you're gonna do these things and just get good at those things for now and we'll add more stuff on which I think has been better yeah for sure so what makes you most excited for creating a sales team nothing Come on. Absolutely nothing. Well, uh, as a seven on the Enneagram, I like new, exciting things. And this is a new, exciting thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, it's something that I do like sales, but um, I don't necessarily like the daily activities of being a salesman. And like getting going. Yeah, I understand like... I'm really good at seeing the grand, the grand concept and being like, we need to go this direction, this direction, this direction. But like, you know, the, I, uh, yeah, I'm just done doing sales myself. Now I'll still do some sales, you know what I mean? But to be like a part of a team is a lot better than just being by yourself on an island. Yeah, but I will say too, I'm curious to see if you will have a different opinion about sales because up to this point you've really done business to consumer sales like yeah and I feel like I've told you I was like I could never do that I feel like business to business for me at least is so much easier because when you're selling to a person it's like their own personal money I feel like people are a lot more I don't know careful well the thing that got me the, the thing this is where I got burnt out with sales is people literally lie right to your face and it just sucks because me, I actually care about that person. Yeah. I mean, people will say, oh, I care about people in sales. And most of those guys are lying, like 100%. And it's so funny because I was, I think I told you, but I was at someone's house watching the Conor McGregor fight. And the guy was like, oh, man, you want to come be in, you know, this industry of sales? He's like, all you need to do is lie. Be sure you just lie to people's face. Just tell them what they need to hear. And I was sitting there and I was like, dude, you are like in my head. I'm like, you are exactly why I'm not in sales because you know, I, you, you go and you're just forth genuine, just trying to help the person. You're helping them solve a problem that they have. And then you got this Joe Schmo coming behind you that's literally lying to their face just to get their business. They get their business. And then that customer calls me three months later saying, oh, you know, I have a leak in my roof. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, because you listened to that guy and I was trying to help you. Yeah. You know, and obviously you go back and help that person. But it's just like an emotional roller coaster of being lied to by people and yeah. that yeah. is what that's why I got out of it being lied to by the customer too. yeah yeah I think- which I mean I get it like they need to get their estimates they need to like yeah. have their leverage I get it like that's part of the animal but just literally being lied to like look yeah. if you're gonna go with somebody else just tell me you're going with somebody else you know yeah. what I mean yeah like well, I feel like people are so weird about that. They, like, don't know how to let people down or they feel awkward or something. <laughs> I literally would give them the opportunity. Oh, yeah? Yeah, for sure. Like, because I, I would call it up because, for me, I'm going to follow up with you. Yeah. Like, regardless. And I'm going to keep following up with you. But, like, people, you know what I mean? So, I would want people to say no just so I could cross them off my list. Yeah. So, I don't have to yeah. worry about following up with yeah. them. But then when you have, you know, 90 people you have to follow up with and none of them are answering you, plus I have all of my appointments for this week. You know what I mean? It's like, 
because I'm going to keep following up. <laughs> yeah. And it just yeah. becomes too much. Yeah. And I think with business, the reason why I like business sales, although we can probably get similar yeah, for sure. Business, like, yeah. But I feel like with business, at least me as the salesperson, for the most part, um, I don't feel as bad because I feel like if I had to sell to like a consumer or even when I was in retail, right? And it's not necessarily the same thing, but when I was like in sales and retail and we had to hit our daily goals, I'd be that person that someone's coming to the store and I have a goal to hit a certain amount and they want us to sell like, you know, three price three things at a certain price point or whatever. But someone's telling me like, oh, I'm on a budget. I don't, I can't afford this, but I need to go to a wedding. I'm taking them to the sales and clearance rack, even though that's not what I'm supposed to do. But I, like, I just felt bad for them. So I'm like, no, like I'm going to help you out either way. So I've always feel felt bad if I had to like deal with a person, their own personal money. But a lot of t- the times in our business, we do mainly deal with companies. Well, we do deal with a few entrepreneurs themselves, but most of the time it's company. So it's not necessarily on the company's dime because the owner is still kind of part of Yeah, them, but they have but a budget. They have a budget and it's like a whole different yeah, feeling to yeah. it. Yeah. And although in business, I think it's the same thing. People come and, you know, our price point right now is a little bit higher than other people. But then at the same time, compared to some people, it's not... Not super extremely high. Yeah. So interesting. Like it's not fifty thousand dollars for I a know. website. <laughs> One day. It's One like day. interesting to see the huge spectrum of price points in the online business. But so I feel like we're you know kind of in the middle ish. But sometimes people come on and they expect it to be way less, and they're like, oh my gosh, like why is it so much? I didn't expect this, and they'll kind of you know maybe do an excuse or whatever. They go with someone else, and I've had people come back to us after we did a sales call, and they're like, we went with someone cheaper. Yeah. But in this case, if you're going with someone cheaper, you kind of get what you pay for. For sure. <laughs> and that's it. That's a, for me, that's a pretty easy objection. Like, because yeah. people would always say that, you know, like the roofing company I worked for, you know, they were one of the more expensive roofing companies, but it was, I mean, it really was for a reason. Yeah. And I, like 100%, uh, it, like, Honestly, it was a great company, and I really liked the company. I just got burnt out from sales, especially roofing in Georgia. There's literally like 95,000 roofing companies. Yeah, it's crazy. And they're pretty much all, you know, I'd say 80% of them are in Atlanta area, which is Mm -hmm. where we live. Mm -hmm. So you're competing with, you know, literally chucking a truck that's working out of his garage yeah or a reputable company like the one I worked for yeah. and it's the same thing I think like in your industry you have like a real company but then you have someone that you know and no you know, people got to start somewhere but they're 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 masking as a company or they're like a freelancer yeah yeah you or know yeah what I mean? people do mask as an agency but it's only one person <laughs> yeah so which you gotta go you, you have to start somewhere yeah. so I'm not I'm not dogging them by any yeah. means but you know, when it comes to people saying, oh, why are you so much? Like, yeah, man, that's, for the- me, that's an easy close. Same, same. That really is because, because you know why you are. Yeah. And, uh, that's, that's a really easy close. Yeah. I think it's actually, it's funny looking back in the beginning. I remember when I would get on sales calls, I would get so nervous and my prices back then were like outrageously low and I still had people, you know, try to get even a lower price point. And I remember when I would hear people's budget, they're like, oh, that's not quite our budget. And they wanted something lower. I would feel bad and I would give it to them. And now I'm like, no, 
we are what we are because of our results. We've been, I've been in doing this for years. And if you hire someone else, you're going to clearly see a difference. Cause someone told me someone I was on a sales call with earlier. They're like, Oh, well someone told me, you know, they're going to do SEO on a website in two weeks. And our timeline is a bit longer than that. It's over a month, depending on how big your site is. And they're like, why are you so much? And why do you take a longer time? And I was like, well, I was like, we put in a lot of effort into actually like SEO research. We don't just like come up with words out of our butts. Like we spent time researching your industry, researching your, the keywords people are using. Like we take our time and we make sure that we do everything to the best of our abilities. And I was like, and design wise, um, I was like, we cost a lot because of the SEO, but then also design wise, we've been in the industry for so long. We know what works. We can formulate exactly like how your homepage needs to look like. Cause a lot of times you go on people's paid, uh, websites and things just look all over the place and it's hard to tell who they are, who do they serve? What kind of service can you get from them? And I feel like our team's really mastered that mastered in really nailing down people's message and that only comes with experience, I think. Yeah. Like, when I was a freelancer, when I first started, I I was not there yet. And I think with experience, you kind of just get better and better. And you kind of, you almost charge, like I saw this quote, it's like, you charge not for how long it takes you to do anymore, but of like how long it took you to learn everything and how long it took you to perfect this process. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, but I could also see like the value that you bring to a company of how much money they're going to make. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Like, oh, yeah, that too. And because yeah. now we have the if results they're gonna, behind us yeah, too. Like yeah. if they're going to make, you know, in one year, which you have some of these companies have these results of $450,000 or more. Of that, extra. Of, of extra that they're making since you started working with them. I mean, legitimately, it's not crazy to think if you charged you know, $25,000 for that website. That's not, you know what I mean? If, yeah. If you look at a budget right there just from that, that's extra. That's not saying including what they would have sold anyway. You know what I mean? Like you literally double. That's, yeah, that's from online sales. So sure. if you think if it's 3% of that and maybe they doubled their sales, that's like 1.5%. Yeah. It's what they paid throughout the whole year for that website. Yeah. Like that's nothing. I know. I know when you point it in that perspective, it's like barely charging night. <laughs> no, seriously. And if you just break it down to the, to the simple stupid. Yeah. Seriously, just break it down to the penny of like, hey, this is why these are results and this is what we can do. And, you know, and that's how you get those big ticket items. Because people don't understand. Like when people are objecting to something, they're not objecting to it. They're just complaining about the price because mm-hmm. they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And so it's just understanding that, you know, when someone's complaining about the price or about whatever, you know, complaint they have, it's just helping them understand uh, the full picture. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to get more salespeople. I'm excited to kind of chat with these new people, whoever they will be, about um, just our company, like showing them our results, showing them the value that we have and that we bring our clients. And I'm just, I'm excited for this year. 
I'm a little bit nervous, but excited. And nervous yeah. only because I always get overwhelmed whenever we get I into really, I really want to have them take, like, a personality test mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know I know. I, mean? I was thinking, I was like, I don't know that, oh, I guess this could be legal because I know I've done personality tests for other um, agencies. Well, is legal. But I'm like, I want everyone to take the Enneagram test. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> because it's just a way for you. It's not saying that, hey, you're definitely not going to get hired if you're a certain personality type but I mean if if you if if but it's like because you, you can, can take it role to fit you well right? yeah and they can take it and then you can base our interview questions off of that to see like how would they respond yeah you know what I mean because uh it may not it may not be a fit dude and honestly I'm not trying to waste anybody's time yeah and I'm not trying to waste our time yeah so, but I think it's a good idea just to be sure that we're like choosing the right people. I know uh, Steve's company, they do that because they're, they're quality control managers. Mm-hmm. They need a specific type of person. Do they need like, like OCD? They people? need the OCD person. <laughs> if the person's like Steve was saying, like when like, either he was joking or he was serious, but uh, he had made the comment of when they interview people, they go out and look at their car. And if their car mm-hmm. is spotless inside and out, then they'll continue the the interview. But if it's messy, they're like, nah, like it's not gonna work. I could see that because they have to it's be like very telling. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like love Steve Death when he comes over the house. He like opens up the refrigerator. He's like, yeah, your uh, light bulb needs to be changed in here, and uh, you need to do this here, <laughs> you know. But that's that's like that's him. I mean, yeah. that's what he, that's what he's good at. Yeah. So uh, that's why I love him. But cool. Well. Thanks for joining us for another coffee chat edition. Yeah, that was flat. <laughs> that was flat. Yeah. Thank you for saving me today. Well, everybody, thanks for joining us at the uh, Coffee Chat edition of Marketing Mindset Podcast. Don't forget to rate us. Uh, five stars, please. Love five stars. <laughs> leave a review. Yes, leave a, leave a review. Leave any comments, questions, or concerns. We do read them. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Share it with somebody at work uh, or someone that you think could really benefit from having these conversations with us. Uh, don't forget to check out our YouTube channel, Maria Bentz Media. Did I get the right? Mm-hmm. Maria Bentz Media Productions or just media? Just media. <laughs> Maria Bentz Media on YouTube. We got some trainings coming out uh, in a couple of weeks. We're still editing. Then we did a lot of batch editing. Uh, and they are for the Sales Page Masterclass. So be on the lookout for some more of that. Uh, and then don't forget to... Instagram. Yes. Follow <laughs> Maria on Instagram. M-A-R-I-Y-A. Bentz. B-E-N-T-Z. Um, what's the other thing? Do you want to be followed on, on Instagram? No, because I deleted the apps for Facebook and Instagram to kind of get off of that for a little while. I'm very inconsistent with Instagram and Facebook. Yeah. Uh, nothing against it, but I'm like too much of a free spirit. And I feel like when I check it all the time, I'm being mind controlled. <laughs> So every once in a while I have to just unplug. Mind control by who? By Facebook. <laughs> by Facebook or people you follow. Yeah, no, Facebook because it, all these notifications, I, I like check it and then I'm I'm just, you know, I'm like sitting there for no reason just yeah. going. And then it's like, oh, you've been caught up for the last 360 days. I'm like, oh, oh where God. have I gone in my life? How long have you been? No, I mean, that was an exaggeration. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> love you. Anyway, did I miss anything? Did I get it all? 
I mean, I feel like there's so so many call to actions. It's like, <laughs> we can leave it there. Okay. Podcast, <laughs> like, subscribe, Instagram, follow, YouTube, Watch. check it out in a little while because we're going to have some stuff on there. And um, that's it. All right. Hey, stay blessed. Love everybody. Stay prosperous and uh, keep forging ahead. Yeah. We can do this. Goodbye enjoyed this episode, please hit the subscribe button if you haven't already and leave us a review with your main takeaways from this episode. But thanks again for joining me today and I will catch you next time on the Marketing Mindset Podcast.